Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point. Um, we had a little bit of an issue this week wherein I recorded from two mics at once, and we didn't catch it until literally the end when I tried to switch from one mic off to the other mic on and then ended up turning both of them off and then went, oh, crap, no, and then listened back to it and... Oh crap! Yes, uh, it it was double recorded, and uh, as with all mics, the uh, delay from one mic to the other mic is dependent on the length of cord and the precision of the microphone. And as such, they are about half a second off, which makes it completely unlistenable to. So. We're gonna we're gonna scrap that whole thing where we talk about games that Wombat likes and games that Wombat doesn't like. Uh, spoilers: really, really likes Archvale. Really, really likes Fantasy Life. Really, really doesn't like Astria Ascending and several other ones. But he talked about like eight games, and I don't have time for that. Meanwhile, I talked about Destiny. Big whoop there. I know y'all are all surprised about that. Um, but uh, so so this week we're going to give you an archived game facts. But before that, I felt it was just a little bit unkind to just give y'all an old thing and nothing new. So without further ado, I'm going to give you a little solo segment. Just me. Wombat had to go off and do other things, and he doesn't even know that I'm recording this. I'm going to tell you about the game facts that you didn't get because I goofed. And that game is Night Trap. Night Trap is a 1992 FMV video game slash interactive movie directed by James W. Riley, developed by Digital Pictures, and eventually released on the Sega CD. So FMV stands for Full Motion Video, which means that, as opposed to most games which are animated, this takes video of humans as though it was a movie and then makes a video game around it. It's awful, hence why it's kind of just an interactive movie. In Night Trap, you play alongside Lieutenant Sims of the Special Control Attack Team, or, for the Sega version, the Sega Control Attack Team, SCAT, taking control of several security cameras and traps inside of a house in order to protect five young girls from the Augers, vampires who intend to take their blood. Originally, the game was intended to be released on the VCR-based Nemo, or Control Vision, made by Hasbro. Unfortunately, nobody liked the Nemo, and they pivoted it onto the SNES CD-ROM, which also went nowhere, so it was released on Sega. <laughs> Digital Pictures solely designed FMV video games, starting with Night Trap, and after releasing 16 games, it ended in 1996 with the unfinished Maximum Surge, which featured Walter Koenig who you might know from being Chekhov in Star Trek, or some random colonel or someone in Babylon 5. I don't remember him from Babylon 5, but it has been a long time since I've seen it. 
Many other high-profile celebrities were featured in the games, including Yasmin Bleeth from Baywatch, Arlie Ermey from Full Metal Jacket. He's the uh, uh, drill sergeant who was actually a drill sergeant, and he was just supposed to be there to teach everyone else, you know, make sure everything was, was going correctly and teach the actual drill sergeant in the movie to do it correctly. And then they just said, well, you're just gonna be better so how do you feel about actually just doing it and so he did and it's a great movie because of it scotty pippen of the chicago bulls even crisscross in excess and marky mark and the funky bunch got involved now you're gonna miss out a bit on uh my favorite segment from this which was wombat talking about how much he loves in excess and then showing how little he knows about in excess it was great it was fantastic he couldn't remember a single song uh he couldn't remember a single album until i pulled them out and started telling them and then he was like oh yeah there's this song that does this thing and then he was like oh wait that's a different song whoops um so yeah it was great sorry that you get to hear about it after the fact and not me just mercilessly making fun of him but I mean, if you want to hear me mercilessly making fun of Wombat, then just come next week to the the next Glowing Week point. It'll be there. The director, James Riley, did several other video games, but is probably better known for visual effects on Star Trek The Motion Picture and The Lord of the Rings. Visual effects are the only good thing about Star Trek The Motion Picture, and conversely, the reason for most of the bad things on Star Trek The Motion Picture. But that's not his fault. That's the director's fault. The game sold very poorly initially, but after it got caught up in the 1993 congressional hearings on video game violence alongside Mortal Kombat, its sales skyrocketed, selling 50,000 copies the following week. During the hearings, the game was vilified for its objective to trap and kill young women, despite Despite the opening cutscene explaining it's the literal opposite. Following the hearings, as a direct response to Mortal Kombat and Night Trap, the ESRB was formed and promptly gave them both an M rating. Amusingly, the 25th anniversary re-release was rated T instead. Times have changed. Night Trap's nothing. It was also nothing back then. <laughs> And uh, that's that's Game Facts for Night Trap. And uh, sorry you missed out on it. Um, we had a nice long chat about whether the ESRB is useful at all. I said yes. Wombat said no. Then Wombat said yes, but no. Then we agreed that the ESRB isn't doing enough, but that it also can't. Eh. It does its job. It's a buffer for the government. Stay out of our games. And... With no further ado, I would like to introduce you to Episode 4, Pong. Speaking, okay. speaking, speaking of, fun, of games that are influential. Were we? It, Minecraft is absolutely the most influential game of the last 20 years. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> like, without a doubt. I mean, nothing, nothing hits like Minecraft. 
I I can't think of a single more influential game, more played game, more culturally impacting game than Minecraft. No, uh, you're you're right. Like I feel like that even sparked like the indie craze. Like initially all the indie craze were pixel games just like fucking Minecraft. Yep. But as far as other influential games go, Game Pong. Yeah, we're talking about Pong. Oh, I should do a little Game Fact song, except I'm sick, so I'm not. It won't happen this week. It it won't happen this week. Next week. (laughs) Um, While not the first video game to exist, Pong was both the first commercially successful video game and the first litigated video game, as it was a knockoff. What was it a yep. knockoff knockoff of, John? It was a uh, Magnavox Odyssey had a a table tennis game, which was Pong. Right, Pong is just table tennis. Yeah. So they tried to um, litigate. They tried to litigate table tennis. No, 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 no. Uh, Atari was sued because Pong ripped off the other game. But, I mean, and if the concept is just table tennis, that doesn't belong to anybody. Well, the concept isn't just table tennis. The concept is table tennis from this pers- perspective uh, as a video game. I guess. Did Pong win or lose this litigation? Pong lost hard. <laughs> How? I mean, Magnavox, Magnavox Odyssey had the right. They had created the game previously and actually um it's it's kind of funny while they were suing um them at first nolan bushnell he's the founder of atari was like you know what are you like what are you talking about and then the founder of magnavox odyssey was like you were there a year ago when we showed off this game Oh. At a convention, and you were all you came, you played the game. Oh no! And, uh, and Nolan Bushnell was like, "Oh, you're right, I did." And you know what? It wasn't fun then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he he was like, uh, yeah, you're right, I did play it, but it sucked. You suck. I did it good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I see now why yeah. they lost. <laughs> See, I feel like had he not been at the fucking, like, showing of this game and played it himself, they could have won. Just off of, oh, like, yeah. how else are you going to represent table tennis on this archaic hardware? Yeah. But, but no, he had, he had absolutely seen it already, so. Wow. Um, Pong was so successful, its prototype broke after a couple of days from too many quarters being put in it. And that's with it being an extremely expensive game to play at three times the cost of games at the time. How how much yeah. did it cost to play it? One quarter. So the standard game at the time, the industry standard, was pinball. And uh-huh. you get three balls per quarter, which is Oh, I see. Three games per quarter. Whereas Pong was one, one game, game per, per quarter. quarter. I mean, I guess. I mean, but pinball's designed around having the three games. Like, those three games are your one game. 
Yeah, but like the points don't carry over, so it it really is three different games. You're trying to get the best score across those three games, but I thought the points I carried mean, over between them. I mean, it depends on the pinball table. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm just used to newer ones and I've never yeah. played an older one. Um, as a multiplayer only arcade game, it acted as a social lubricant, and many people made new friends and even their future spouses playing Pong together. Yeah, Did apparently Nolan Bushnell still has people come up to him and he's like, hey, I'd like you to meet my wife. Uh, we met playing Pong. Wow. Uh, but it was actually like, so I hated uh, the, sorry, the producer hated writing this because um, when they were looking up uh, facts to put in here, on a lot of the sites, they said this like same social lubricant thing, and it's really the best term for it, but they didn't want to just directly copy it until they got to Wikipedia and found that literally everywhere uses the same terminology. So, so <laughs> it's so okay lubricant. to just steal it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, it, it really was like, um, it allowed girls to just walk up to a guy and be like, Hey, you know, I, I need someone to play pong with. I'll, I'll hit the quarter. You, can you come play with me? And it allowed for people who wouldn't normally interact with others to be able to interact, which is cool. Because you can't play Pong by yourself. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. Social lubricant. (laughs) Pong for the 2600 Video Olympics can be glitched so you always win. And not necessarily just against the computer. You can you can break it to win against people opponents too. Yeah, so it's there's and and it's hard. I I actually don't remember exactly what it is, and I couldn't find a um, an example of it. But it was one of the things we were told in um, game design. Um, classes was that I think it's if you if you are the right side you can always win because um, whoever gets the first um, whoever gets the point um, gets uh, the, the other person gets to serve so if you 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 serve from the left as the beginning of the game, so the right person gets the first real hit, and um, if you're good, you can always hit it into one of the corners, and there's no way to stop that. Like, if you hit the exact corner, you just win. Wow. Um, and so if you get that, then the left side gets to ball again, and you could just do that until you, you're done. Uh, for against the computer, you could just, there's a place where you can just put your paddle and then you'll, you don't have to play because the other, the, the computer will keep bouncing it off of your paddle until eventually it misses and it goes in. 
and they, you don't even have to reset. You can just leave your paddle there, and you will just get points. Wow. They broke that game bad. Okay. Yeah. Pong was successful enough that bigger companies flooded the market with clones in an attempt to cash in on Atari's success. To combat this, instead of suing them all, which Magnavox actually did since they were technically the first, we talked about that already, they pivoted and started work on more innovative concepts. Yeah, imagine that. (laughs) I feel like that happens a lot to this day as people will release an idea and then they'll just fold because... Uh, the Tonight Show or whatever will pick it up and, and do it instead. Right. Like, I, I know they haven't folded, which I'm happy for, but the, what's the uh, Hot Ones? The YouTube channel that does the... The um, Hot Wings? The Hot Wing Challenge. Yeah, with celebrities wings, and stuff. Hot, yeah. Really, really good concept. Uh, but I'm I think, sure it's been stolen uh, by other places at this point. Yeah, a couple Tonight Shows have, have done it. Some of them have been good enough to get the guy from Hot Ones to come and do it, which is good for the Hot Ones people because that builds, you know, exposure. Ugh. I, I'm pretty sure they're also paid, but... They better be. Um, and then, oh, who's the the witch? Um, The witch? Yeah, the she's terrible, and her show is terrible, and apparently she's like one of the worst human beings. Um, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres, thank you. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, she. I think I think I remember she just stole the concept, um, which she's done for many things, and yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those things didn't survive. Um, you know, I liked her as Dory, but, uh, real upsetting the way things turned out with her. Yeah. I, I do think that it's also just, like, the way you have to do things from, from that point onward. Because, like, you can't just claim broad ideas anymore. Although people try. Yeah. But, like, like the react, the Fine Brothers tried to tr- trademark the word react. And, and yeah, that didn't work. So they would be the only ones to be able to do react videos. Which was embarrassing. Yeah. Like, it, you can't just say, like, oh, I had this idea of this very, like, broad thing and now i'm the only one who can do it i think i remember playstation was trying to copyright or patent i don't remember which one uh or maybe it was trademark i don't know one of the three uh the term let's play oof which first of all like rooster teeth if anyone should own that considering they actually own the Let's Play channel, but even they think they shouldn't own it because, like, Let's Plays existed before them. They just coined the term. Yeah, I mean, wasn't one of the first ones to do a Let's Play uh, Slow Beef? I don't know. So wouldn't uh, he he be able to claim the term Let's Play? But he can't because it's a 
cultural term. Right. Like, <laughs> But I'm saying if anybody, it's not them either. It would be that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, although recently, uh, who is it? Warner Brothers, I think, did actually get the copyright on the Nemesis system, which is uh, fucked. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, people can't have a nemesis system in their games anymore unless they pay Warner Brothers. Which do you want to give Warner Brothers money? Does how does Warner Brothers own the rights to that though? Is it through does Warner Brothers own Lord of the Rings? Um I think so. I mean, I mean no because the Tolkien Society owns it, but I guess are the but, movies yeah, the, like they own the movies and and the games, like Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. I thought Shadow of Mordor and and War were Ubisoft games. I don't think so. I can do a quick search. Yeah, do that because I was pretty sure those were Ubisoft games because they're just Assassin's Creed but different. No. Um, like that's, that's one of the things is like, they've clearly taken so much from other games, but then they're laying claim to this one aspect of their thing. Yeah. Middle earth shadow of Mordor is developed by monolith productions and published by Warner brothers, interactive entertainment. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't heard of another company doing a nemesis system um well actually a variant on that is in a game that i've been streaming with you star renegades where oh yeah when when an enemy kills you they get to they get promoted and then they're stronger the next time you fight them so did they copyright it or trademark it or patent it uh you know i don't remember exactly which one i remember that it does not allow people to use it unless they pay warner brothers which i think would have to at least be a trademark (sighs) it is a patent oof um yeah And it's like, you could just not do that. You could just have new ideas, Warner Brothers. (laughs) You could just do your job. Okay. Steve Jobs and Wozniak worked to make the next level of Pong, Breakout, and then used borrowed Atari parts to make the Apple One. They then asked for funding in exchange for a minor equity stake in Apple, and Atari said no. And the founder still cries about that today. Yeah. Because, you know, Atari went under. Apple didn't. Yeah. I mean, Apple's on top of the world right now. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, and Atari is, a. Uh... If you're watching or listening to this on iTunes, uh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. With your stolen Atari parts. <laughs> or borrowed. Quote, heavy quotation marks around that. They were they were old Atari parts. Atari didn't want them anymore. 
Like, ah, oh. uh, poor Atari. But also, like, <laughs> I've seen Alone in the Dark, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's not good. <laughs> it's bad. Like, Atari also just started making bad games. That's why they went under. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is why. Oh, also, there was just not a lot of, um... They stopped working on innovative concepts. <laughs> they started doing the same things over and over. Yeah. Pong 2000 was in development for the Jaguar. Oof. And would have been a 3D platform game featuring puzzle and shooter elements, and would include an original storyline featuring the supposed new mascot for the Jaguar, Pong Boy. This is an awful idea from start to finish. <laughs> it sounds fake. It does. Like it, it, so it sounds it like genuinely one of those sounds memes. Fake. It sounds like one of those memes, like, I fed I fed a, an algorithm a thousand hours of, of video game knowledge, <laughs> and this is what it came out with. <laughs> uh, it, it was announced in multiple magazines. So, it seems to likely be that it's true, but there's How? still a chance that it's, like, just a, a mass... Uh, April Fools. An elaborate prank. Yeah. But there's enough truth in it. I'm inclined to believe that it's an idiotic idea which should have happened so that we could laugh at it. Like the the start of this, the the start of the problem is developing it for the Jaguar. <laughs> Don't develop anything for the Jaguar. That's just a bad idea. Um, a 3D platform game? You're table tennis. What are you doing? <laughs> With puzzle and shooter elements? What are are you shooting ping pong balls? What are you shooting? Yeah. What are you shooting, shooting ping with your ping pong balls? balls? At the, uh, there were paddle soldiers. Oh, I believe God. is what it was. I I'm not joking. That's that's what it said. And then an original storyline for table tennis. You have a storyline yeah. for ta Are you a sports anime? What are you going to do? <laughs> and and then the 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 cream here, the real the like the meringue as one might say I is the meringue. the pong boy. Yeah. Pong boy. I love it. That's That's like Who's that that cat that bobcat? The bobcat what? mascot platform game. Bubsy. Bubsy. That, yeah. That's a Bubsy levels of bad idea. Yeah, or awesome possum. Oof. Pong was Atari's first major success, which allowed Nolan Bushnell, founder of Atari, to accomplish his lifelong dream. Founding Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater. Thus, Pong is clearly a part of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Think about it. I've thought about it, and I think it's stupid. 
All right, first question. Do you know what the E in Chuck E. Cheese's stands for? Entertainment. Yeah, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Yeah, it, it's bad. I I really hate this, this fact. <laughs> I, I, I really genuinely hate this fact because Nolan Bushnell only founded Atari so that he could make Chuck E. Cheese's. How does that like, even track? His his he, I he founded started a, out. He, I founded a video game company so that I could make a pizza and play ball store. He he wanted to be an Imagineer. He wanted to work for for Disney. Disney wouldn't hire people that were fresh out of college. Um, ah. and so he went to work for uh, a small computer firm, and uh, met the other founder of Atari and uh, told him his his dream which was to create a pizza parlor with electronic gaming systems oh so he wanted to found Atari so that there would be arcade machines in his Chuck E. Cheese yes so he created Atari as a, a stepping stone to creating Chuck E. Cheese and then he eventually made Chuck E. Cheese's, and then they did poorly, and he lost the rights of it to, I think, Warner Brothers. Oof. And and eventually he bought Chuck E. Cheese's back from Warner Brothers because he really wanted to own Chuck E. Cheese's. Why? I Chuck E. Cheese isn't good. Why do you want to make... Why do you want to own Chuck E. Cheese? I mean, because it's his baby. You're... It's a bad idea. It's I mean, all a bad idea. It's obviously not because it's there's still one in the city where I live. Yeah, I think they haven't even closed because of the pandemic. Like they they they've managed to keep funds going to stay operational. Yeah. They do carry out. There's also what's the is it Fazoli's? Um, I've never heard of them. There's. So Chuck E. Cheese has a separate um, company that they that they run. Uh, Pasquale's. Never heard of them either. So Pasquale's is P- Pasquale's Pizza and Wings is a secondary company owned by Chuck E. Cheese. They're producing the pizzas in Chuck E. Cheese. They're the same pizzas with the same ingredients, but they go under a different name under Grubhub. What? Um, uh, on, like, delivery services. So, so you're just buying because, a Chuck okay. E. Cheese pizza to eat at home? Yes. Are you... Let's, let's talk. You want some pizza. You're not going to make it yourself. So, you go... Like, hey, I'll I'll order some pizza. I could go Papa John's. I could go. Um, well, I never uh, go Little Papa Caesars. John's. I could go Pizza Hut. Oh, there's this new one, Pasquale's. Well, I'll, you know, maybe I'll try it. And oh, oh, there's Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not gonna get Chuck E. Cheese's pizza. No, not when like I'll I'll never get Chuck E. Cheese's if Little Caesars exists because <laughs> I'm sure they're about the same price. But at least Little Caesars. Like, is Little Caesars has the competent? crazy bread. Yeah, they have the crazy they're, they're bread. Half, they have, 
halfway competent compared to Chuck E. Cheese. No, I'm not going to order Chuck E. Cheese, but like Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, maybe. That sounds like a local pizza place. I'll get some there. And then it's just Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese. Yeah. That's that's shady. Ooh, that's shady. yeah. Yeah. They got away with it for a bit, too. Wow. Oh, has that been put a stop to? Uh... No, I don't think so. I think Pasquale's is still around, but people more people are aware it of it now. now. Yeah, I see. I thought maybe they got litigated. <laughs> Did he ever become a Disney Imagineer? Oh no, absolutely <laughs> not. Wow, poor guy. I mean, not poor yeah. guy. He's obviously no. doing fine. Yeah, he's doing all right. He joined a um, a committee on uh, computer security that was going to be chaired by John McAfee, and then Oof. John McAfee was not chosen for uh, definitely unknown reasons. Um, the murders and the rapes and the the cocaine and the other mysterious drug that he does. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They're just, he, they decided not to go with him as chair. I, I've actually heard the name of the other drug that he does, but I've forgotten what it's called. It's it's this obscure thing that's, like, not really, like, it's not illegal to do. Like, you can't be arrested for having it. Because nobody does this thing. But, yeah. It's it, he does insane amounts of it alongside cocaine. Um, looking it up right now. And also, um, he 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 committed so many crimes in Belize, so many. Yeah. He he almost. I I I have to put allegedly here, but he allegedly had a hitman murder his neighbor in Belize, and then he went on the run. For like three weeks from Belizean police. <laughs> and he live streamed uh, it. He live streamed his his running. Yeah. Remember when he was running for president? Uh that was the same election as Donald Trump. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly not sure who would have been worse. Would John McAfee have been worse than Trump? I'm not sure. He might have committed less crimes than Trump. Maybe. Uh, it's Alpha PHP? Yes. Yeah. Or Flacca? I've never heard that name for it. But Alpha PHP. Oh, no, no. Flacca's different. So Alpha PHP provides the same high as Flacca, but Flacca's Schedule 1 controlled and Alpha PHP isn't. Right. Like, you can't be arrested for having massive quantities of this drug. As of uh, 2016. Yeah, and that's like, that's I, like I don't, all I don't he know if did. That's changed. It might have because of John McAfee. Oh, man. Hmm. Learning about John McAfee is just a trip. Yeah. It's weird. He's weird. He is weird.
hope you enjoyed that. Again, sorry that you missed out on the other thing because I apparently have too many mics. I should just get rid of all of them, especially since I quit, like, all my jobs. I'm now neat, not employed, educating, or in training. So, you know, I just sit at home and think about doing nothing. I wish I would actually do nothing, though. I do a whole lot of th some things for someone who doesn't. Anyways, hey, um, uh, we'll see you next week where we're going to talk about Sword Art Online Progressive Book 2. I like it a lot. Wombat likes it slightly less. But, uh, well, slightly less than the last book. I just like it a lot because I am trash who loves Sword Art Online, and I can't wait to get even more stuff from Sword Art Online. Constantly. Anything I can pick up, I will. All right, see y'all later.